Hi everybody and welcome to 100 Acts of Love, How to Help When Cancer Strikes. Thank you for listening to me today on the podcast. This is my second one. I'm so excited. I love doing this because I like to talk a lot. Um, so um, if you are watching this on YouTube, I also have podcasts. If you're podcasting, I also do this on YouTube so you can watch in either places. But we are here, I am here to talk to you. I guess I should tell you my name. My name is Kim Hamer and I am here to talk to you about everything about helping your friend through cancer um, or loss. So um, a little bit really quick about me. Um, my husband had cancer twice and then um, he died. And our kids were 12, 9, and 7 at the time. And one of the things I realized while he was sick and after he died was one of the things I realized was that I um, used to say the wrong thing to my friends all the time, anyone who was in crisis. I used to say, if you need anything, let me know, thinking that that was like the most helpful thing I could say. And I didn't realize how unhelpful it was until I was at the receiving end of it. Um, and if you're not sure, if you want to know more about why it's not helpful, I'm going to leave the link up here in the video and I'll also leave notes in the podcast so you can go back to the first podcast that I did that talks about why that statement is the least helpful thing you can say. And it also gives you a little tip on what you can say instead. So today we're going to address something which I hear a lot all the time when I'm speaking or when I get messages on my emails and that is, they say, Kim, I'm really afraid I'm going to say the wrong thing. And I feel you. Like, who wants to be that person who's going to cause your friend with cancer more pain, right? I mean, totally relate. And can I just tell you, I've done it. Like, I've said the wrong thing. I've walked away. And literally, like, if I could kick myself in the butt really, really hard, I would have at that time. I could definitely have, should have given myself a dope slap because I've just said really bad things. And I think that's really kind of the first tip is you kind of got to acknowledge that you might say the wrong thing and that's okay. It really, really, really is. Because when you say the wrong thing, you can go back and say the right thing. And a lot of the times they even appreciate you. Okay, I'm gonna tell you a story. So um, I um, used to shop a lot at L.L. Bean. I don't do it as much, but I used to love that store. And I got a suitcase from them and I used the suitcase a ton. And then one day I ran over the suitcase with my car. I did. I backed up over the suitcase and I felt really bad. I mean, I love the suitcase and I knew L.L. Bean would, I just, I sent it to them and asked them to replace the wheels. And so they didn't replace the wheels. They sent me a brand new suitcase. So what do you, how do you think I feel about L.L. Bean? Oh my God, I love them. And anytime I get an opportunity to recommend them or I, I do, I still shop at them. Like I said, not as much, but I still shop with them. I like constantly looking at their sales. I love L.L. Bean. I love the company. I love the company because I made a mistake and they fixed it. So that's the way your friend will feel if you make a mistake of saying the wrong thing and you fix it. They will love you for it. Because there were so many people who have said the wrong thing and either they didn't realize they were saying the wrong thing or they just didn't, couldn't be bothered to fix it. So it's okay. It's okay if you say the wrong thing. But let's talk about how you can try not to say the wrong thing. Um, the reality is your friend with cancer, it's really upsetting on some level because um, one of the things I noticed, um, my husband was really super healthy. He, um, we ate organically. He was an athlete, you know, he was kind of amateur athlete, very, very healthy runner, cyclist, 
um, you know, just, just an all-around good kind of healthy guy. And when he got cancer, it scared a lot of people. And people wanted to know, was it something that he ate? Or what did he eat? Or maybe he wasn't working out enough. Or So everybody wanted that information. And what I realized is they wanted that information because they wanted to kind of do like their own check. Like, well, I'm a, I'm a vegan, so he ate meat, so I probably won't get cancer. Like we are constantly, when we hear our friend is cancer, it scares us because we worry about ourselves getting cancer. And it makes us feel really vulnerable. But here's a tipping point. When you feel really vulnerable, there are two things you can do. The first thing is you can lean into the vulnerability or you can lean out of the vulnerability. And when you lean out of the vulnerability, you end up kind of being disconnected and unattached emotionally to what is happening. And that's usually what leads to people saying the wrong thing. So for instance, a lot of people would tell my husband, be strong, stay strong. Like, that's not helpful. Or my favorite one is take care of yourself. No, he's just going to go to pot. Art would say, yeah, you know what? Yeah, you're right. I probably should. I should probably stop eating healthy and I should probably start, you know, whatever. Like, that's not a helpful thing to say because you're so, because whoever, those people who said that were so disconnected from the experience of being vulnerable and of feeling hurt, right? Of feeling scared, that they end up just saying things that were just not nice or just mean or dismissive, you know? Um, So that's why it's really hard sometimes to say the right thing because I don't know about you, but I certainly don't want to talk about my death. Like, I know it's looming. I know it's out there. I'm hoping it's not going to happen tomorrow. Um, But I don't want to talk about my death. I don't want to think about that. And when when someone I care about or, or love has cancer, I'm forced to kind of look at that. And I'm also forced to acknowledge that, you know, today is a present because tomorrow may not come. And so that makes us uncomfortable because honestly, I don't know about you, but I'm not really living the life I want to. I get up every morning with like, I'm going to live this life. And some days I do. And a lot of days I don't. And I live half the life. So it puts us in the state of vulnerability, but that's the place that's the best place for you to be when you want to say something sweet and kind to your friend with cancer. And I also want to share this with you. It is perfectly okay to say to your friend, I don't know what to say. In fact, it was one of the most moving things that someone said to me after my husband died. And we were on the phone and there was this long pause and he said, I don't know what to say. And I started to cry because sometimes those moments, they leave you speechless and that's an okay thing. It's hard when your friend tells you she has cancer because you think, oh my God, your first thought is, is she going to die? That loss, that's such a hard thing to wrap our hearts around. You know, we have tender, kind, loving hearts and to hear that someone we care about is going to be suffering and and doing these treatments that could kill them or if they don't do the treatments, they could die. It's really hard. So just take that moment to touch into that vulnerability and when you do, that's where the beautiful things will come from, that you, beautiful things that you want to say will come from, right? So just, you know, I don't know what to say. I'm with you. I love you. I care about you. I need to figure out how I'm going to, how, how, you know, all the things that you need to help. I want to help you. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. A friend of mine's um, son died recently, and every time I get on the phone with her, I say I'm sorry, because it just really hits me how incredibly painful 
that journey must be for her. Now, have I lost a child by God's grace right now? No, but I can put myself in that in those shoes. Have you had cancer? Maybe you haven't, but you can certainly put yourselves just for a moment in the feet in the shoes of, the, of your friend with cancer. So that's when you do that, you will never, ever, ever say the wrong thing. Never. So that's the tip. Get back in touch with what it feels like. All right. Um, Well, thank you all. This is a short one today. Thank you all for joining me. You know, I do have a free guide. It's called Words That Hurt, Words That Help. Uh, Five things not to say and what to say instead to your friend with cancer. I'll leave that link below. Make sure you follow me. Make sure you subscribe, whether you're on podcast or whether you're on YouTube. Um, Follow me on Instagram and Facebook because, like, I want to be your resource. That's my goal. My goal is to be the resource. And even if you don't know somebody who has cancer, unfortunately, you probably will. So take advantage of the resources you have now. You can be that extra special friend who shows up. And lastly, I love ending all my podcasts with this. I really want you to know that you matter. I don't care about the thing that you did 10 years ago that wasn't so cool or the way that you kind of muffled that whole thing with your friend last week. None of that matters. You matter. You are, the, you are uniquely qualified to do that certain something special for your friend with cancer. You matter. All right, I will see you next Friday. Bye.